to the Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Jordan, where we help women become the kingdom women and to walk in God's purpose for their life, where we encourage women and empower women to reflect upon real-life issues from a biblical point of view. Are you ready to transform your life? Well, come along with me on this journey to be transformed together. So let's get started. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Women Transform Show, where we are here to inspire, inform, and empower women through the Word of God. I am your host, Elder Pamela Jordan, here to bless you with a fresh word from the Lord and hope that you are out there being safe on your way home, doing everything that you can do to keep yourself safe and so much more. So I hope you guys are enjoying your evening, getting prepared, going home, cooking dinner, whatever it is, buy your phones, buy your radios, listen to me, grab your word, because we're going to go a little deeper and we're going to go get into the word of God on tonight. All right. And I thank you. Just want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in here at the Jamming Gospel Station Joy 1390 with me with the Women Transform Show. All right. Now we're going to be starting a new series on today. We were just we just closed out our last series talking about dangerous prayers. So we're going to be starting a new series on today. And um, the title of this series is called, Why Her Ladies? Ladies, Why Her? Now, men, you can listen to, but this series is going to be almost all for the ladies out there. So get them all close so they can hear and listen in. But men, you can also listen in too and share and spread the word as always. So the, th- the theme of this series is going to be, Why Her? Six truths we need to hear when measuring up leaves us falling behind. All right, so that is what we're going to be talking about, all right? At some point in time, um, the core of every woman's soul is an ache begins to form. It starts with a glance or a glare or a conversation or a comment. It digs deep, down deep, 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 deep into the wonders of our worth. But it ultimately takes the shape of a quiet question. Why her? Her neighbor, her the co-worker, her the friend, her the sister, her the whoever it is on your street, your neighbor, the baby's mama's drama, her, the her on the TV, the competition, whoever she is, she is the her. Why her? We don't dare ask this question out loud. Even addressing it in our journals is a no-no. It doesn't come up in our Bible study discussions or anything. We don't even want to admit we even asked the question. 
We shouldn't think such things. That's what we tell ourselves all the time. We shouldn't even think about this kind of stuff. This is something we don't even think about. This is not nice. If we're Christians, we don't we don't talk about why her. We don't think about that. But as we watch someone else living out what we desire the most, and we don't quite feel like we're measuring up, we somehow can't seem to stop ourselves and stop asking the question, why her? Ladies, that's what we're talking about tonight. Tonight we're going to be hitting on why her comparison. And we're going to be going into the book in Genesis, in Genesis the 29th chapter. And this is a wonderful story. It's a familiar story that many of us probably have read a million times from when we were in Sunday school and so much more. But every now and then God has to take you back to the Word of God. And He begins to open it up to you in a totally different way than when you read it two years ago or three years ago or even just last week. He'll take you back to a scripture. You're like, Lord, I already read that. What, why are you bringing me back? Because he's getting ready to give you a whole nother revelation on this. And that's what that's what happened to me in doing this lesson. He gave a whole nother different revelation when it comes to talking about why her. And why her? We're talking about comparison tonight. We're talking about comparison. And that is something that we do not talk about women in the body of Christ or whatever. That is like something we don't even mention about because we want to we don't want to be labeled that um we're jealous or we're competing against someone or, or all those things. But you know what we do it in silence that we don't realize that we're doing it and before we leave tonight we're going to be able to begin to pray and ask God to help and get us delivered and focus on something else so we're going to go to Genesis the 29th chapter and we're starting at the ninth verse. And I, and I want you to ask yourself, as you're, you're sitting at your tables, in your car driving, where, wherever you're at, you know, there was a time in your life um, when, you, and, you know, when you were a kid and there was someone that you would always compare yourself to or your family would compare you to. And I want you to really think about that as we're going through this lesson because it's so important going as we go into this lesson. The story of Rachel and Leah. Rachel and Leah has an ultimate story when it comes to talking about comparisons. That's it's all over. That the story of Rachel and Leah is it's like comparisons all over. And even when we get into the story of Jacob, and that's gonna be later on in another lesson, but the comparison is right there. It shows us even right in our own homes that we have comparison going on. It starts even when you were a kid. Some of you family members were comparing you to your grandmother. Some of you been compared to your daddy, your mamas. Some of you been going through comparison with your sisters. If she's light-skinned, you're dark-skinned. There's this comparison that's been going on throughout the family generation, but no one talks about it. But you know within your spirit how you felt because you know how you were treated and you were always being compared to someone else or you was compared to stand up to the standards of your your siblings that maybe went to college and you didn't and you have this comparison going on and we do it right in the body of Christ we begin to compare when it comes to titles and positions and ministry and and what this church has more members than this church and, and we're comparing why 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 are you and you don't realize that's what you're doing you talk about it in a conversation and you just said we well, were just having a general conversation but that's 
that's how the enemy works. He makes it a general conversation. But the reality is, is that it's not competition. You're starting to compare yourself to someone else and what they have and what you would like to have and so much more. And that was what's going on with Rachel and Leah. All this comparison was happening right in their home. And we find ourselves comparing ourselves to our family members, to our church members, to our neighbors, to our cousins. You name it, y'all, we have done it. So anybody out there saying, nah, that's not me, that's a lie. We all have been in a place where we have compared ourselves to someone else. It is every day. We see it every day on television, commercials, TV shows that we watch. It's all over when it comes down to comparison and, and so much more. So in this story, we're going to see how from the beginning the comparison starts. So we're going to go down to Genesis, the 29th chapter, and we're going to start at the ninth verse. And I'm going to read down just a little bit, and then we'll jump over to the 16th through the 18th verse. All right. So, and while he yet spoke with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she kept them. And I'm reading from the King James Version. And it came to pass when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went near and rolled the stone from the well, well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. And Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted up his voice and wept. And Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's brother and that he was Rebekah's son. And she ran and told her father. Now, everything's popping off right now. This is when it all begins to start. Jacob sees her. She's beautiful. He gravitates to her beauty. That's a whole nother topic, ladies. And you're trying to figure out why men gravitate to women. They, they, they're visual creatures. They look. That's what goes on. They saw Jacob saw Rachel. He, she was beautiful. He was like, all right, I'm going to get her. She's going to be my wife. Didn't tell that to her, but in the back of his head, that's mine. That's what he was saying. Let's jump over to the 16th verse. And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. Now let's back up to the verse 17. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. That is a harsh way to describe somebody. They didn't say that Leah was tall, had black hair, brown eyes. Uh, you know, she was thick, 32, 42. She had it going on, hips and tips and all that stuff, curves and lumps and thumps. They didn't describe um, Leah like that. They described Leah with tender eyes. But Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. Now, I know some Bibles may say weak eyes. So, what a description. There's your compare. That's your first sign of comparison, right there. Was how they described what how she was described. That started the comparison ball right there. That happens to us every single day. We're being compared. You're comparing yourself to your 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 ex, your husband's ex, or 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 your your ex that you dated, or somebody at your job. You're looking at oh she looks she has this and well she you know her hair is long and and her eyes she's always got you know always dressing nice and and this and that. We compare. That's comparison. And that's what was going on, to be compared, to be described as tender-eyed and not saying, well, she was smart or, or she was, you know, strong or anything. The comparison was that she was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. 
What a description. What a description. You know, it talks about how each one looks. Now, until we believe that looks don't matter. And a lot of us, a lot of us will say it right then and there that, you know, looks don't matter. You know, we'll come up with that often because they were, you know, so busy doing the work. I, I believe they, them as sisters, as they were sisters, they didn't look at each other in that way. I really believe they just, they were sisters. See, a lot of comparison comes from the outside. And people would start to um, pull out things of someone. And you guys are like, we never looked at each other like that. We're sisters. We're, we're, we're you know, we're girls. We're best friends. We've been together, you know, we've been hanging for years. Um, never looked at each other like that until someone brings it out. And now, now you're looking at each other and it's like, oh my, okay, okay. Now you're starting to compare. And we compare is not a good thing. Now, you can be comparing in a good way where that you're saying, you know what, I, I need, maybe I need to change how I look. Maybe I need to do something different. But I'm not comparing myself to be in competition. It, it's a difference of comparing yourself for a change and for the good and so forth. But what was going on with Rachel and Leah, that, that wasn't it because it became to be more than what it should have been between two sisters. It started that big old sister thing that we got going on now in this world where we have the differences between a light-skinned black woman and a dark-skinned black woman or a black woman has natural hair and a black woman that has relaxed hair. See, all of that that's going on, we dealing with now, all started right back here with these two young ladies right here. It started right here. And it brought into what we're dealing with now in the African-American culture or women in general that we compare ourselves to different things because of what society has has done so but until someone comes along and that's what happened you know jacob came along and he just started saying you know well she's beautiful she's this and she's that they they did it they weren't worried about that they were too busy working taking care of the home doing what they the stuff for their dad because they saw he had was girls so they had to tend the land and tend the sheep and feed the sheep and keep things going and cooking we we didn't have time they didn't have time to be um worrying about how they look and and to you know who was more prettier than the other that that wasn't on their mind and a lot of times that stuff comes from the outside so have you ever felt left out or looked over or rejected in your life and and this is it's important because this is how Leah felt Leah began to feel this this way when she became she married Jacob and then all the negative stuff really started pouring in really started taking over with her you know all this stuff started to coming in when you know she knew he didn't really feel for her you know he he really wanted Rachel but he you know he got tricked by the daddy to end up with Leah now that's a that's a whole nother thing okay come on now you know you don't love me enough now you compare me to my bad enough and you compare me to my sister I'm not as pretty as she is as you you should say and now you don't even want to be with me and so forth so the comparison started to go on and on and on and a lot of times we notice the physical characteristics of, of yourselves and others before we look at the inside and that's something we have to be very 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 careful when we come to that we, we compare people from the outside God doesn't want us to compare on the outside compare from the inside we're worried about how people look on the outside. We worry about if they should wear this or if they should wear that. We're, we're so caught up in how people look on the outside, we forgot about all what's in the inside of going on with people.
and this is so important when we come to comparison. So we're going to jump to 1 Peter, the third chapter. And this is a very familiar scripture, and it's always quoted so many times, starting at the third verse. All right. Some of y'all ain't going to like me after this, but that's all right. I still love you. 1 Peter, third chapter, verses 3 and 4. Whose adoring, let it not be that outward adoring of plaiting the hair and of wearing of gold or of putting on of apparel. But let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. All right. We quote this scripture a lot um, when it comes to talking about women and jewelry women in makeup, women in false eyelashes, weave, hair weave, oh, you know, y'all know what we do, what we do. And um, we want to use the scripture to compare, but that's not really what it's saying. It is saying that there is nothing wrong with your outer appearance. It's nothing wrong with you wearing makeup. It's nothing wrong with you wearing your earrings. It's nothing wrong with you wearing your lashes. But there's more to you than that. But we should also look at the inner beauty of a person. We get so caught up. And we want to preach on folks from what they look like on the outside. And we miss the beauty and the pureness and the love and the authenticity and the genuineness of who a person is from the inside. We forget to look at the inside of a person. We too busy looking on the outer part. And then we begin to compare. And we begin to judge. And then we want to compare and we want to preach on people. Because they got makeup on and this person doesn't have on makeup on. So now we're comparing this sister for this sister. This sister is more holy and sanctified and Holy Ghost filled five by ties running for Jesus. Because she don't have any makeup on. Versus the sister that has on makeup on, makeup on and she's just the same way. Running on fire for the Lord. That's just what it is called. Makeup has nothing to do with no one's inner person. has nothing to do with who they are. It has nothing to do with their heart. It has nothing to do with their personality. It has nothing to do with their anointing. That's the outer appearance of what she looks like. And most of y'all are drawn to the makeup anyway. But we ain't going there. But it's the inner. And God wants us to stop looking at the, all this outer stuff of what people wearing, have on, and look at their heart. Look at the inner because you're turning away the, some good people that love God because they don't look the way you say they should look. The way that you think they should look. The way that you want them to look. They are looking the way that God has them to look. And once I Mary J say, Mary J. Blasio, you got to accept me as I am. If God accepts them as they, am, or as they are, then who are we not to accept people as who they are? Stop comparing women, ladies. Stop comparing yourselves to this sister over here and this sister over here because you figure she ain't anointed because you more anointed because your skirt go down to your ankles. That ain't got nothing to do with your anointing. That's just material clothing that you need to wear to cover up. If her skirt goes to her knees, that don't mean she's not no more anointed than you with your skirt down to your ankles. There is no difference. She's just anointed as you and in the comparison that goes on. And that is what the scripture is talking about. It's what's inside of a person. What is the greater is the heart of a person. No matter if you wear out of adornment or not. 
The heart is what's matter. No matter what you wear on the outside, is your heart right with God? Are you mean and bitter and nasty? Is your heart connected with God? Do you have a relationship with him? That's what it's all about. It's not about who's got on makeup and who's got on Mary Kay and who don't have on Mary Kay and who's got on false eyelashes and who doesn't. It's not about who's wearing hair weave and who's going natural. It's not about whose skirt is hanging to the ankle and whose skirt is up to her knees. It's not about that because we're missing salvation. We're missing winning souls to Christ because we're too busy looking on the outer part and not looking at the heart of man because you got to also go back when you first met him yourself. God accepted you whatever state that you was in. You didn't come to God looking pretty. You came to God ugly. When you got down to your last, when you hit the wall and you finally gave yourself over to God, some of y'all was in a crack house. Some of y'all was out there prostituting. Some of y'all was doing some stuff you ain't had no business doing. You came to God as ugly as you were and you was not looking pretty on the outside. But God, he know what? He looked past all of that and he said, I see your heart, daughter. I see your cry. I heard your prayers and I seen your tears and I'm coming down to rescue you. I don't care if you got bruises and scars all over your face from, from being abused and beaten. I can erase the scars. I don't care if you got on false eyelashes. I don't care if you done shaved all your hair off your head. But your heart is right and you love me just as much as anybody else. And that's what God is coming for. He says stop looking on the outer adornments and look on the inner man of the heart of the people that are crying out to be saved and to be loved and to be helped. We got to stop comparing. And what was going on with really Rachel and Leah, it got to the point it got out of hand. They started comparing each other in so many areas that they had no business comparing. They became in competition. And within all that came jealousy. So when you're starting to compare yourself to people, your jealousy spirit starts to creep itself in. And you switch from being from comparing to now you're jealous. You're jealous because she got married. You're jealous because of her husband. You're jealous because of her job. You're jealous because of what she wears. You're jealous because of what she drives. You don't know what she's gone through. You don't know her story. You don't know what she's gone through behind closed doors. You don't know what she had to go through to get this. And unfortunately, you know, she may be someone that shops at the thrift store, but just know how to put it together to make it look like she shopped at Macy's. And if you stop comparing yourself, ladies, and you stop being jealous, and you may go talk to her, and she may can hook you up and tell you how to do the same thing. But we don't want to, we don't want to do that. So which the question is, why her? We ask that question in secret. We pray it in our secret prayers. Don't nobody hear us but us and Jesus. And you know you're in your secret closet. And you begin to begin and ask God, why her? Why she get the new house? Why she get the husband? Why she get the car? Why she get the anointing? Why pastor want her to do this? Why I can't do this? Why they promoted her and not me? I've been here 20 some years and they ain't promoted me yet. We go through that, ladies. Come on now. No, don't sit there and say, no, we don't. Because yes, we do. We pray those prayers in our secret time that nobody knows about. And we're sitting there asking God, why? 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 Why her? Why her? So we got to be honest with ourselves. We got to be honest when we go into prayer. If you got a problem, be honest with God. If you're jealous of somebody, tell the Lord. Say, Lord, help me with this. I don't want to be jealous of my sister. I'm glad she got promoted. I'm glad she, what do I need to do? Because there's something going on while I'm, I'm being jealous and I'm comparing. 
I need you to work on me, Lord, and help me get through this. Because I'm sitting here, I'm I'm got my fist pumping for my sister because I because I know if she go up, I'm going up too. Because you know, blessings don't stop at one person. If you can bless her, you can bless me. But I gotta get this jealous spirit out. I gotta get the spirit of comparison out. And we gotta begin to pray that, ladies. Pray that in your prayer. Be honest with God. Be truthful with God. Let them know, yeah, I got a little problem with jealousy. I got I got a little problem with comparison. Because you know, we, we gotta begin to do that. You know, we compare churches. Churches compare each other. Pastors comparing why my church is little, why my church is big, why his church over there growing, why my church ain't growing. We compare. That's comparison. Stop comparing. God knows when you're ready to get what you need to get. And sometimes we're not ready to get those things that we're asking God for because he needs to work on us just a little bit more. She got the promotion because she was prepared. She did her preparation. She went through her process. You ain't prepared and you ain't trying to go through no process. You're trying to get the five-finger discount and move your way on up. It don't work like that in the kingdom of God. God said you got to go through something. You don't want to go through the process yet. You don't want to go through your trials. God tried to take you through something and you're like, oh, I ain't going through that. And you back out. But you, but you complain about why her? Why not her? Why not you? You can be the same person. You can do the same thing. But you got to let God do what he needs to do in your life the same way she allowed God to do what she needed to do. He needed to do in her life in order her to move on. So this, this is what was going on with Rachel and Leah. And then we're going to close it out right now because we're going to come back and we're going to go a little more deeper with that because... Rachel and Leah started to get that jealous spirit. And that jealous spirit becomes dangerous. It becomes very dangerous. It's a, there's a jealousy, a godly jealousy that will push you to do the things of God. When you see someone else out there doing that thing, you be like, you know what, I got to get on the ball. I see sis, she rolling. She got her ministry going. She doing what God called. You know what, I need to get busy. I need to get busy. You know, and you start to talk to her, girl, how you doing? That's that godly jealousy because now you're saying, I got to move. I move. That, that jealousy is pushing you to do what God. And then we have that jealousy we want to talk about folks get an attitude want gossip. And that jealousy that starts a whole lot of mess. Well, Rachel and Leah started to have that jealousy that started a whole lot of mess. And so next week, we're going to get into that. We're going to go a little deeper into that. And we're going to talk about the issues and stuff that went on between Rachel and Leah when, when you start to compare each other out of person and not even talk about the inner that leads into the jealousy. And that jealousy becomes very dangerous especially in the body of Christ, when you start to become jealous. And a lot of people will sit and say, I'm not jealous of nobody. And it's sense of matter, you have been, you have a jealous streak. You have done something. You have said there at some point in your life that you showed some jealousy. Now, God may have delivered you from that. But there are some things, most of us have had that little streak in there that we were jealous of somebody because we felt we should have got it and they got it and we didn't get it. And you started getting jealous. It could be a business that you want to start and they start. And you were like... You know what? You start to get jealous because they, they start theirs and you take it too long. And it's okay. I'm here to tell you, all of this is wonderful and okay because that's what God wants. He wants you to have all of this so you can give it all over to him. Because his shoulders can carry it more than you. Give his, say, give your burdens to the Lord. Give your issues over to God. Give your problems to him so he can take care of it, so he can solve it. When you keep it inside, you know, he don't know. You know, people say, well, God knows everything. Yeah, he does, but he needs you to know. He needs you to open up your mouth and speak it out. He needs you to hear it from your ears. And once you speak it out, 
and claiming to put a name on it. Now he said, all right, now I can move. She finally admits she has a jealous tree. Now I can move and deliver her from it. But he won't do that until you do. So why her? Why her struggle? We think we know the answer to this. Why her question? With answers like she's prettier, she's smarter, she's thinner, she's bolder, she's more talented than we are. But even though we are looking, we are missing it. Because we are not being honest with ourselves. So the first thing I want you to do as you journey on for next week as we go on, to be honest, to realize that your life story is still being written. And if we try to cover up the pieces of our lives that we cover up by comparison and not speaking our truth and allowing God to help us live a life with a new mindset, when I become honest about the areas that I have compared to others. So first thing I need you to go and pray and just be honest with God. Be honest with yourself. Look in the mirror and say, you girl, girl, you know you was comparing yourself to her. Let's just be honest, girl. Yeah, yeah, I know, girl. Yeah, I was. I was. You right. Yeah, I was. You know, well, we're going to go and pray and talk to the Lord. Yeah, let's go on and pray and talk to the Lord. Get us delivered from this. That's what you got to do. It ain't being crazy. But you're talking. you got to talk to yourself. you got to be honest. Be honest with yourself. Second thing, to be honest is to realize that the wonderful life God has for you was never meant to look exactly like someone else's. So stop comparing. Everybody, your, everybody's life is not, it's not the same. Your outcome is totally different. You may have gone through the same thing as someone else, but their outcome is going to be different than your outcome. All of our stories are written differently. Everybody's story is written differently. Whatever God has for you is for you. So whatever it is, don't compare yourself. Yeah, she went through the same struggle, and when they came out, your mama went through the same thing that you're going through now, and mama's story is not pretty, but that's not your story. That's mama's story. Your story is totally different. Your ending is totally different than mama's ending. So stop comparing yourself to that. All right, even though the world tries to tell us to set our eyes on things that go against God's standards, even though we can't control how the world tells us to, to, you know, to classify, how the world tries to classify you, you can control what you chase. You control what you chase. Are you chasing deliverance? Are you chasing prosperity? Are you chasing your destiny? Are you chasing salvation? Are you chasing a change? You control what you're chasing. The world can put out all this mess they want to put out on TV, whatever, but it's up to you to follow it. You got to know who you're chasing. I'm chasing after God. I'm running after Jesus. I'm running for him. And you got to be able to determine that. All right? So be honest about the places where you feel the need to compare in your life. And it will set us free from what we think we've lost or missed or wasted too much on in time considering. So when you be honest about this stuff, where you compare yourself, be honest that you compare yourself to Sister So-and-So because Sister So-and-So had some bad shoes and, and, and a bad dress and you wish you had that same outfit. You know, be honest about it. And it will move us forward. So write a prayer asking God to help you stay honest and aware of the comparison struggle that you may have in your life. And I guarantee once you do that, you will begin to see the move of God in your life. And it's just about being honest. And being honest of asking that question, why her? Yes, Lord, I, I have asked that question. Be honest with yourself. Ain't nobody got no just between you and Jesus. Yes, Lord, I had that moment where I sat there and said, why her? Why, why, why she got there? Why, why, why they got the promotion I didn't? You know, what's wrong with me? What I do wrong? How do I? At, begin to talk to God about that. Talk to him about that question. 
And I guarantee God's going to begin to move on it. So when our next time we get together, we're going to go back a little deeper into the Why Her series. And we're going to get a little more deeper into the story of Rachel and Leah. And next week we're going to talk a little about that jealousy streak that some of us got, that we got to ask God to deliver us from, from being jealous of our jealous of our siblings, jealous of our co-workers, some of you jealous of our own selves, just to be jealous. All right, that's what we're going to talk about. All right, so I thank you guys for joining me here at Joy 39, the Jam of Gospel Station. So, guys, keep it locked here, and I will see you guys next Thursday here at the same time, same place, the Women Transform. And you can also catch us on the Women Transform podcast. We have the Women Transform podcast on Spotify, um, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and so much more. You can catch us on that. We also have our YouTube channel, which is um, Pamela Jordan Transformation. You can check it out. You can catch a lot of the broadcasts that we talk about here on our YouTube channel. All right, you guys. So I thank you guys. I will see you guys next time. You guys have a blessed and wonderful evening. Bye-bye. Turn your problems into a break. We are 1390. Jamming God's Thank you for listening to Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Joy. If you like this episode and would like to hear many more, you can find us on Spotify under Women Transform, or you can email us at misspamelajordan at yahoo.com. Thank you for joining. Until next time, God bless.